Good morning, Misfits. You are tuning into episode 26 of the Misfit Project. I am your host, Drew Crandall. And once again, Ted and I are joined by Sherby Sherb and Hunter Wood. Hey, everybody. Hi. This episode of the Misfit Project is brought to you by Manta Sleep. And if you are watching on YouTube, this is the cool. I'm going to do a demonstration right now. Manta Sleep Mask. I can get 10% off of this bad boy. Hopefully I'm still talking into the microphone. Near it. By going to mandasleep.com forward slash misfit project. This is really comfortable. I can't see a damn thing. You look good too. That's part of it. It looks a little crazy, but (laughs) you've got those adjustable eye cups that you can put right where your eyeballs are. So you can take these off for for the YouTubers. You can take these off, move these around. And because... We're selfish and want more subscribers to our YouTube channel. <laughs> We're going to give one of these bad boys away. We sure are. A little subscriber contest. So go in, click that bell, subscribe to the Misfit Project on YouTube, and enter to win a free mask. Yeah, we'll pick a, we'll pick a subscriber at random. Uh, if you don't know where our YouTube is and you follow us on Instagram, just go ahead and head to the link in our profile and uh, the YouTube link is there. And if you're like, I, I'm not waiting, nothing looks awesome. You go to mantasleep.com forward slash Misfit Project. Get yourself 10% off. They're we got cheap a, and they're worth it. Yeah, they really are. And I've got a bunch of traveling coming up. We as a group we always do. have a bunch of traveling coming up and it's a lifesaver. Today's episode is sort of another progression in the big conversation that we've been having about personal growth. Uh, you know, what is the Misfit Project trying to do? What can you do to help other people? We're trying to kind of take the progression from just self-improvement, you know, whether it's the topics that we talked about in the actual self-improvement episode or the stoicism episode and blend that together with, you know, how you can help other people make a change. And I'm just going to start this thing off by asking the question, can we change the world? Can we, us four, change the world. We're sitting in this room, we're talking into these microphones, we're, we're trying to help people. Is it doing it? I'm going to do my best. I mean, <laughs> if I have the opportunity to help somebody, there's, I don't think there's a much nobler cause like what to do with someone's life than to try to help other people. So even if, you know, you think some of your efforts are maybe in vain or you're not, you know, you're not getting the exact like one-to-one investment to return, I think that's, you know, it's worth, you know, dedicating, you know, part of your career, your life or whatever you have towards helping other people. I mean, that's how I look at it. And I gain satisfaction from other people having success. And, you know, that's a, something that's important to me. So I think so. Yes. I mean, everything starts somewhere, right? Yeah. Every plant starts with a seed. So starting with something small could eventually, you know, branch off and grow into a larger conversation, hopefully. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything. <laughs> well, so so essentially where this conversation goes from there, I think, is like we're trying to get our information out. We're trying to get, you know, we started off with a pretty extensive, you know, health and wellness approach weeks two through seven or episodes two through seven on the podcast and then sort of branched out from there. And, you know, we, we always come back to that stuff. We always come back to the, you know, making sure that your tribe is in order that you're getting some sunshine, you're getting, you know, real food and movement and sleep and paying attention to stress, all of these different topics. We're putting that information out there. Um, I guess, I guess the question is, what do you think that's doing? 
um, versus it then multiplying through other people. I think you, you never know how close you are to like pushing somebody over the edge of, of making a change like we've talked about in previous weeks. You never know how close you are to, to getting a community, to, to making one, in our case, you know, episode or, or video that is going to really change, that could, that could theoretically change the world. Like uh, I listened to a podcast recently um, that talked about Airbnb and how they, they started off pretty pretty unsuccessfully they were one of many doing something very similar and all it did was all or all it took was a little bit of change in how they uh kind of basically how hosts communicated with prospective uh prospective clients in airbnb that really made the difference and now that that company in particular is changing the world where they were previously um i don't know if you would call it failing or floundering but uh it just you you never know how close you are to to kind of tipping or breaking the you know having that one breakthrough yeah and for me obviously i don't think that the the misfit project would exist and i would be even in this line of work if i didn't feel like we could make a dent in in what's going on and what's interesting about the current culture right now is that focus of trying to change the world so much of what you hear you know out in the actual world that that's definitely a theme for this episode is the actual world versus media and social media and stuff like that but this theme of like something's like really wrong maybe even specifically in the United States of America right now with the political climate and everyone's fighting on social media and all that stuff and that's where i think it's important to make that segue from self-improvement to putting that energy out into the world um, you know, I'll, I'm not quoting our, our, our good friend Cody Mooney, but he is, he really likes the quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. And he was going to get it tattooed on his wrist and then completely changed his mind in the last second, got a different <laughs> quote tattooed on himself again, though, that was part of that conversation that we had last week about vulnerability. He thought it was cheesy to put that quote on him, on himself. Luckily for him, he's one of my favorite people in the world. And he, I think he is that. I think in a lot of cases, Cody is the type of person who would do what he thought was right to, to make that, you know, make that statement. Yeah. To put I, a certain energy out. And I think for Cody in particular, like he's, he's just a good kid. Like I think, and I think that's a commonality. Um, if, if you're, if that's really what your goal is, whether it's to impact people or, or make an even larger impact, like it starts with you. It starts with being, a good person being someone that other people want to follow other people want to be around. Um, and you know, I, I can't think of too many people who want to be around someone who's, who's selfish or, or disrespectful or, or, you know, insert negative trait here. So I think it, um, if you want to legitimately change the world and believe you have a shot, you have to, it starts internally and it starts with you and, and just being a, a good human in general. Right. And there's, there's like kind of a correlation there too. Like you have sort of people who are struggling internally typically end up being the ones that are, that are either putting bad energy out into the world or maybe just complaining about the bad energy in the world. Whereas you have the people who set a good example and then are naturally more inclined to go out there and do something about it. And I am a firm believer that things are nowhere near as bad in real life, in human interaction, 
person to person as the media or social media puts out there. I really do not believe that we are at war with each other in the way just makes it makes sells, good news yeah, yeah it makes good news yeah. really well things but the problem it is makes clickbaity news people yes, it believe does. it though people oh, believe yeah. it because it, the idea gets in your head and then you go on social media and you see what people are writing back and forth to each other and we can get into why that's happening but like i'm not buying it i'm not buying it at all i talk with people every single day that have beliefs that are all over the place in every category that would be you know trigger worthy in in our culture and you can almost always find commonality you can almost always find a way to connect with another person and then you realize maybe if we just treated each other the way that we wanted to be treated then we could have a conversation somewhere down the road yeah about this topic that it's like it's like how do these topics even come up i mean black or white like situations like that are what make those posts polarizing it the fact that it's Yes, A or no, like yeah. B, like that, that, that's just the thing. The teams. And if you have like gray area, that doesn't make for very good content. Someone's yeah. going to be like, maybe Donald Trump said this. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to read that article, but if he said, he said this, then it becomes something worth reading. So think, like there's that gray area. I think people tend to believe it too, because it's easy to just believe what somebody tells you. It's, it takes more effort to actually like look at a situation and decide like, maybe it's not exactly what's being presented right now right like maybe there's more to it maybe they leave context out maybe these trolls aren't every single person in the world maybe it's just a couple of people that hide behind a keyboard or something like that and it's also um like if you if you're in the comment section like one of the top three worst places on earth like the comment the youtube or facebook comment section of, of a of a a polarizing article or post or something like that like how often would you as a person say the things that are in the comment to another per like you're you're interacting back and forth with somebody in the comments like like please dear god tell me that is not how you would interact with somebody right face to face yeah and odds are if you're face to face you're one having a much more civil conversation and two probably finding some level of common ground and like you're saying drew like like People, people's opinions do not differ like quite as far, I think, as right. as they're as they're made out to be. Like, yeah, because you far make more these common. assumptions about people, right? And if you do disagree, then someone probably there's a good chance that someone has some level of reasoning and logic behind their argument that you just either haven't thought about or haven't seen or or haven't chosen to to acknowledge. And w- once you can, like. There's just no way for us to grow and progress without disagreeing. So we have to like welcome disagreements. Right. So that you can actually stay on an even keel and not be triggered. Like when did it become just not okay at all to just disagree with somebody like that part of it just doesn't make any sense. That part of it is like there's it's kind of funny. I I tried to think about like the different types of people that troll and some of them are actually trolls like they're just going out there to try to piss people off yeah and then there's the like sort of the new what people are calling trolls now but i don't know if i would call them that like they're just kind of being a dick but they're actually being a dick like they're not out there trying to get a rise out of somebody else they're like okay i did i didn't know that we were all given our opinions let me see if i can throw mine in there and like be super aggressive about it so i find that there are those people that exactly like you said are interacting in this weird place where they're like, you know, the the saying everyone always says is they're in their parents' basement. But like yeah. 
It can be anywhere <laughs> now with you know the mobile devices yeah. we have. Yeah. You can be absolutely anywhere, but you're by yourself and you're protected by that veil of like, this person might not even know who I am. I might even be that guy on Twitter that just has the egg and it's like at like star 7968 2400 like like you have no idea who this person is but then you guys can tell me if this is just a a weird thing that i've come up with in my head but i found that older generations had a lot more sort of free time and other places to talk about stuff like this they talk at a diner a coffee shop they talk at work they would talk at all these different places and a lot of these social media conversations that used to be in person, that used to be just part of how you know a, a town would talk to each other and people sort of knew things about each other that had that layer of the person. It's person to person. You and right. I are having a conversation, yeah. so I should keep my stuff together. But it was sort of you had to back then be like armed with your opinion. You needed to know it, whereas now you can kind of just hide behind all of this so that generation goes on social media and because they're used to having these conversations they've been having them their entire life they jump right in they jump right in and you see you know a lot of my you know maybe it's relatives maybe it's you know it's a certain age group that is you know it's like a paragraph long and it's a really in-depth response and typically in those scenarios you'd want to be like hey like don't jump in on this. This is not a good idea. Like I know that you feel like you're helping, you're being part of the conversation, but this is a, such a weird thing to begin it's with. It's like a billboard of of who you are without people to actually know who you are through context. Like I had this conversation with my grandfather before because it posts something on Facebook and it'd be very, very polarizing opinion that not, you know, most people might not agree with, but it's your opinion, which you're obviously entitled to have. But it's like you realize that no one's seeing your face. They're not talking with you. They're not sitting down grabbing a beer with you. It's just like this billboard that you put in front of your yard that says, I believe this. And sometimes it goes the wrong way. So I, I've had the conversation and I was, you know, it was one of those things where he doesn't really use the computer all that much, but when he does, he posts things like this. It's like, let's take a step back and like, think about what you post on, on social media. Cause you know, he's almost 80 years old. He's not a lot of people are going to be knocking on his door and be like, Hey, Robert Sherman, where are you? I'll come get you. Like no one's going to be doing that <laughs> stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't really represent who you are. I know you're a different person than this. And you just be careful about what you put out there because, you know, in this situation, it's more like being naive, not understanding like the power of social media and how many people can see that versus like, you know, in the diner, you're having a conversation with Mo and Steve at the bar. Like, you know, they're going to be like, all right, cool. It's your opinion. But now it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people saying there's this. probably like a natural progression to that conversation. Like Mo didn't sit down and just start spouting off True. like the crazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like there's never in these conversations, there's never any context. Right. It's just these random thoughts and it's, it's just one of those things where I think it's important for people to understand that things aren't as bad as they're being led on to be. Well, I told him too. That's, a, like, that's an important step in this entire thing. I'd, I'd say something like if you wore a t-shirt with a head, a polarizing statement on it without providing any context with the shirt meant, or like people just seeing you walk down the street and it says something like potentially offensive that, that could offend people without giving the context of why that shirt exists or, you know, whatever you're, you know going for with that shirt but right yeah the to me like the comment the comments that people are making are is 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 like the equivalent of the conclusion in some sort of study it is like (laughs) it is like the the only information people want to see is like does does this thing work or does it not 
and people are applying the same kind of principle to the comments like I believe in this or I don't and like we're on the same side or we're not without without understanding or having read any of the you know the if it's a study you know the abstract the the how the experiment was conducted which is the equivalent of like your personal the personal context behind it your upbringing your all the factors that have led to the shaping of this opinion are completely you know non-existent they don't they right. don't exist yeah there's just there was there used to be a natural progression to a conversation yeah and now so many of those pieces have been pulled out and like just human beings are just seem like they're not even involved anymore there's like no part of that is just there and unfortunately people who who may have the best intentions in the world if, if we're kind of reverting back to the topic of the, the whole conversation is like i I want to change the world or I want to I want to make an impact somewhere and I inject myself into some sort of conversation, but I'm immediately shut down or um, just my my opinions are completely disregarded and it can be super demoralizing, especially for people who who are maybe less secure about themselves or, you know, on a personal level, just a little bit uh, not not as confident, I guess. And it doesn't take much for, for people to just be like, well, like, okay, I guess this isn't going to work or, you know, this, I, this was a stupid idea, you know? Yeah. And the, the, I think the, where the progression there is like, we talked about stoicism last week Yeah, and I don't think I'm going to get the quote right, but Victor Frankl talks about the space between stimulus and response. Yep. And like, you do have a choice. You can decide when, someone does something that could potentially trigger you or incite some sort of reaction without thought that we can pause for just a second and some simple things could take that one second and some more complicated things could take longer but there's that opportunity to decide like what i want to say about this and we have to be able to apply that in these same scenarios which is you can go in and like i've 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 told this him before is like just kind of a joke but you get that email or whatever that kind of makes you mad i've written the shitty response before and deleted it like just to get that out of me to look at it and sort of laugh at it be like that's not my response yeah that's not what i'm trying to put out into the world that's just me being a baby reactive just being reactive it's the culmination of everything that's happened to me in my entire life and instead of choosing what i want to say i'm just going to throw that out well what and what's scary is it how like how far gone we've we've or how far separated we are from that process is like you have that ability in like so the context of social media or a computer like you're if you're in a conversation if you take like this excessively long pause to respond to something you're it, it's almost like perceived as an intellectual deficiency right you can you can wait 10 minutes you can think about your response on social media and yet people still insist on on just blasting a response blasting that that awful email response that you're talking right. about almost immediately and like if you know if if people are doing that having that same mentality in the comment section then like what's what do, what are their real life responses to things look like how how short is that gap between stimulus and response that we talk about that that just sends people over the edge all the time without actually thinking right and i mean that's that's sort of again like how does this how does all of this relate back to how can we change the world yeah. well if we can recognize these things and realize that 
we can help other people understand that they're not quite as bad as they need to be. And, you know, there, there are going to be different ways to help different people. You know, going to someone who has that, like, I'm the, I'm the guy on Facebook that is just lighting into people like nonstop, like all the time. Like, I don't know why that random person put their opinion out there unsolicited, but I'm going for them. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I got to do this. It's, it's not going to be the easiest thing in the world to tell that person, like, you don't need to do that. That is not, that's not necessary. That'd yeah. be like listening to somebody else's conversation at the diner. They're not your friends. They're not whatever. And you're just, just like, chime in. Mm-mm. Hold on. No, no, one no. second. You're let idiot. me tell you <laughs> my opinion. I know you didn't ask for my opinion. But I'm going to tell you what my There's opinion. a lot of people that do that too, though. Yeah. 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 And, too many. And we still, in this case, in this scenario, have to try to find commonality and self-improvement and using stoicism to get there or using any of these other things to get there, like just our general health and well-being, presents us with the opportunity to help. But unless people are willing to be vulnerable, it's not going to do anything. You can have the best intentions in the world, but if you keep them to yourself, it's just not going to do anything. And you know, you can go out into the world and try to just be nicer, try to give people more of an opportunity so that other people can see that. You can try to coach other people in these scenarios. You know, they, you, you see that there was no space between stimulus and response, and then maybe you give them some time before you bring it up. You find a way to go there, but none of this is going to exist. We're not going to be able to express any of this without vulnerability, and that's a huge challenge for a lot of people. You get burned enough times for whatever, you're not going to get back out there. But realizing that that's always about the other person, it's never about you. Like someone shutting you down or someone, you know, screwing you over or doing any of these other things, it's, it's not a personal thing. I find a strategy that works really well in that situation is to give them a scenario where you are vulnerable and you had to make it, or someone talk to you about the same situation. Like, for example, within the gym, like, you're frustrated because you didn't get the time you wanted to work out. You didn't lift the weight you wanted to. And you, someone comes to you and they say like the same thing. Like, hey, I had a problem. I didn't like lift what I wanted to today. And I was really like bummed about it. I'm kind of depressed that I came to the gym today and do what I wanted. It's like, that happens, man. Like, you have to understand that like, you're not going to have, you know, every day is not going to be like sunshine and rainbows. Like some days it's going to be bad for you. But like, if you can express op- chances when you were vulnerable and things didn't go your way and someone helped you. I think a lot of times that puts them in the frame of like eases their like apprehension towards being vulnerable. So for me, just re- like trying to relate to them on that like situation, be like, hey, it's okay to be vulnerable in the situation. You sometimes can get them to open up to you, which is a strategy that's worked for me in the past. I think a lot of it can uh, starts with just trying to improve relationships with other people. Like you, the 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 people that attack you without without much context are the same people that don't really know you as a person they just they just see an opinion they don't see a human um so i think like we're any whatever you're doing whether it's at work and in your within your family like you know we we, we've talked about the like the family reunion the thanksgiving dinners when people you know all of a sudden someone fires off a, a political comment and and Someone right. says the T word. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all, and you know, things start to get heated, and it's like even even in that context, like those are, might maybe those are relatives you don't interact with much, except once a year. Like extrapolate that to just a random person you've never met before in in Starbucks, and like you're saying, Ted, they 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 decide that it's important to express their opinion yeah. verbally to them. Like they don't like 
I don't know, like, what's your, hey, what's your name? Like, you, like, get to know somebody. That's something that, like, we absolutely have control over and can impact on a daily basis. Right. Like, yeah. You try to uh, actually form a relationship with somebody, acknowledge and realize that you're a person and a human being and, you know, you get a little bit further that way too. Yeah. And you can always, you can always kind of put that framework in your mind in almost any situation. Like you can look at it on the social media side of things where somebody posts something stupid that is against what you believe. And then just imagine them. Oh, it's my, that's my sister. Like, how would you react if somebody that was your sister or your brother or your mother or your cousin said that same thing? You probably wouldn't attack them outright. You would probably collect your thoughts and be like, "Mm, are you sure? Like, why do you think that? How, how did you come to that? It's a thing that it's a trick that I, I kind of learned. I was in uh, tech support for a long time and I worked for Apple and there's a lot of customers with Apple products and somebody comes in and their product maybe hasn't been working for a day or two, like their phone's not working. They come in spitting some fire. <laughs> they come in screaming a yeah. lot of times and you might be on the receiving end, but you just have to, you have to reframe it for yourself. They're not yelling at me. They are, I am representing what they're mad about right now. Right. And how would I help this person if it was my mom that came to me with this problem? Now, granted, my mom probably wouldn't scream at me because her phone wasn't working. But if my mom didn't understand how to do something or didn't didn't understand how something was working, how would I help that person that I care about get through this problem? And it's a, it's a framework that you can, you can apply to a lot of different situations. Yeah. And we, we practice, we do well in practicing empathy for people where we understand their story. Yeah. So you would assume that once we go out into the unknown, and again, we've talked before about, you know, sort of the privilege of this situation. Yeah. Um, four middle-class white males sitting at a table talking about this stuff. And if, the, if, if you can practice empathy for people that are in a similar situation as you, if we transfer that into the unknown, we don't know what this person's situation is. We yeah. don't know where they've been Holy or what shit. they've been through. Imagine the possibilities. Powerful. Some big growth right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that, that's stuff that they make, you know, entertaining Netflix shows about. Yeah. Like, like the, the <laughs> crazy stuff that can happen to people and put them into that place. Yeah. And what you talked about, that's a second level of vulnerability. You already put yourself out there. The person was an asshole anyways. Yeah. And you got to keep going. Yeah. You have to keep pressing in that situation and be like, we can get there. We can get to this point. We're probably not going to end this conversation agreeing on said topic, but we might be able to leave this conversation without that like nasty taste in your mouth of like, we're all screwed. Everybody hates each other. It's the left versus the right. And now there's other ones that are up in different corners that I don't even <laughs> know anything about. Like it's, it's just not really like that out yeah i think there it's just being willing to put yourself out there being willing to empathize with somebody who you may not completely agree with at all and it's it's kind of just trust like and if for for this audience who who might be a little bit more attuned to this kind of thing it might be your responsibility to to extend that trust to another another person like extend the trust that they're not going to take your vulnerability and just and just try to beat you down with it you are and again, this audience, you are strong enough to realize it's not an attack on your person, on your on your person, and nobody can can kind of harm your character unless you allow them to. Uh, but in order to in order to gain trust, you need to extend it. Um, and again, this this audience is probably the best suited 
if you're if you're listening to this kind of thing, it's probably because you're interested in it and can make that happen. And that's back to the insinuation of I think that the answer is yes, that we can yeah. make a change because we can through, you know, just 26 episodes, not 25. Episodes. <laughs> I thought this was episode 25. I was wrong. Um, through this many episodes, we've brought conversations like this to thousands of people, which is pretty damn cool. You know what I mean? And when we hit episode 100 or hopefully beyond that, like what does that do when it comes to that? And you don't need to start a podcast. You don't need to, you know, start your own, you know, business related to this stuff. You just need to be able to pass this stuff along. You need to be able to get these messages out there. And we've talked about it before. I mean, walking the walk is the biggest step that you yeah. can take. Yeah. Sure. Leading by example. Leading by example. Um, there's even like a step before that. It's like leading by example to yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like holding yourself accountable. Exactly. Holding yourself accountable and like not just because, because that's something I think that is prevalent in the age of social media is maybe putting out an image and then not necessarily practice sure. practicing it in the same way. And I think there's still some piece of like nobility in that because some part of you wants to put that energy out into the world, but you haven't maybe necessarily done the work on yourself. And, you know, obviously in these scenarios, we're always going to be a work in progress, but like getting, getting that stuff figured out for yourself first is like such an important step in like progressing into a scenario where you've helped yourself, you've put that energy out into the world. And then now you're like, okay, this is, you know, this positivity, living life on this side of things, like positivity is going to win in these scenarios. I can be vulnerable because it doesn't, re- it doesn't really matter what that response is. Yeah. Well, in a, and in a way, I can't remember what the term is called, but if you, even if you're somebody who kind of puts out uh, a certain persona and you internally realize that maybe you're, you're not fulfilling the expectations that your, your listeners or your viewers, or your followers have, yeah. but what, what they do is they treat you. They're just like, Oh, Drew's the kind of guy that, you know, uses the Manta sleep mask. And Maybe he doesn't actually every night, but because those people believe and you you hear them say that, they basically tell you what your persona is and you and you start to adopt it on your own. So right. it's almost like a I, I wish I could remember the term, but you know, there it's like a almost like a reverse self fulfilling prophecy kind of from it's like a positive feedback loop. Yeah. Whenever you do yeah, exactly. You it, you so it can it. like you what you're doing to change try and change the world doesn't need to be perfect um there odds are there are enough people around the world who support who share a common message with you and if they if they like what you have to say or or believe they're gonna they're gonna find and and believe you and connect with you or whatever and and right you have that ability i think i think the closer you are to perfect the less ability you have to be able to connect with people if you put out this like super lofty goal of like i eat exactly what i'm supposed to every single meal and you know at the end of the day this is called the misfit project you know the shirts all through the room say misfit (laughs) on it we have a like podcast we're talking about all these deep feelings and yet we still say fuck a bunch of times and it would be if, if we were 
inauthentic on this show. I just don't think that it would work as well. People yeah. need to be able to understand that like everyone has the problems. Everyone's going through these struggles. Everyone, you know, goes off the wagon on the food stuff. You know, people have, you know, they get rid of the phone in the bedroom and then all of a sudden they wake up six months later and they've been on their phone either before they go to bed or right when they wake up. And you need that kind of like wake up call. Like we are all going through all of this stuff. And I think it's that commonality that, again, that's going to connect us back together and make the message seem a little bit more authentic. I think relatability is so important with this because otherwise people aren't going to take you at your word. If you can't show other people or talk to people about situations where you've been in a similar, you know, arena or whatever's going on with you, if you can't relate, if you seem like you're someone you're not, or like you're this persona rather than a person, people aren't going to follow what you have to say or agree with what you have to say because they're like, oh, you are this special snowflake that, you know, is different from everybody else. But like when we have conversations with people in our line of work, a lot of times it's like nutrition, like. Not all of us are perfect. We're all going to like pizza every once in a while. We're eating nachos once in a while. But mm. if we can concentrate on... Who doesn't like pizza? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you also, you also not, can't be riding your high horse either. Like true. You, you have to have some humility because just because you know what you're doing, you're eating right, doesn't make you better than me no. who eats like shit and, you know, drinks some beer every once in a while. Like you, you can't have that high horse outlook on life just because you've discovered something or... It turns off. Some ta- yeah, exactly. You have you're not going to change the world. No, not, That's at all. Damn sure. not at all. If you're up on your high horse and nobody can reach you, there's no, there's no real point in even trying to get a message out there if that's the way you're approaching right. it. Right. Agreed. And we, we talk about a lot finding your in to try to help someone. Yeah. That in could just be you. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. being a misfit, you know, you might find commonality with someone because you got a big ass beard and some cool tattoos. Not Dex. <laughs> oh, mm. aka yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Um, <laughs> that's that's a ten out of ten. <laughs> that one really got me. So our our um, we'll, we'll give him some credit. Our our buddy Dex Hopkins just raised a bunch of money um, for the say the Kalia Foundation, but it's the ultimate Hawaiian trail run that raises money to be able to have free CrossFit gyms for kids on the yeah. island, troubled youth, which is absolutely incredible. But he shaved his beard in the process, you know, one of those things. Help me raise enough money and I'll shave my beard off. Yep. And Dex is if if we had Madden scores for shit talking, Dex is a 99. <laughs> he is always ready like immediately yeah. to come back at you with something. And Hunter said last week that he looks like Reese Witherspoon now, and <laughs> it was does. really important to me that he told him that. He didn't respond to my Instagram Ooh. story either, so that's he's how probably you know crying. pack some heat. Yeah, yeah. he's probably crying. Yeah. When when you can fire something that good back at Dex, it just needs to happen. So it's very important to me that I don't even know where we were at in the conversation with the podcast. I can relate to somebody with a beard. Yes. No longer Dex. So that's that could be the in. Being relatable could be the in. And like we have all these conversations and they are. They're the ones that are hard because you're being vulnerable or you're being cheesy or whatever. But like in all of these scenarios, positivity does win out. Like I've tried in my life to use negativity to help me, whether it's, you know, loud music and stomping my feet when I'm weightlifting or negative self-talk when I'm exercising, like just saying stuff to yourself. Like, are you fucking, you say those things to yourself. And I can tell you right now that when you flip the switch on that and you find a way to do similar things positively with positivity, like, Oh, 
imagine where I can go from here. Like if I could just do this this week and add five pounds next week and five pounds, like positivity in these scenarios, I promise I tried really hard to gravitate towards like there's something about me that liked the like that negative reinforcement. Yeah. But it doesn't play for very long. It, there's no longevity to it. It's, it's easier. It's, 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 it's easier, but it beats can be you down. Dumb. Yeah, it's it exhausting. Beats you down. Yeah. And there's like there's a way to essentially what I'm trying to say here is like I hope I have enough clout with this community through, you know, trying to be myself on this show to be able to say like in all of these scenarios, I swear being positive is going to win out over like, you know, being mad about something and saying, you know, screw it, I'll take care of it myself or anything like that. Like we don't stand a chance when it comes to, you know, isolating ourselves and putting ourselves in situations where we're not, you know, either helping others or being helped by others. So adopting that mindset, even though the again the general consensus right now is that our our country's at war with itself and it hates everyone hates everyone and there's going to be a civil war and certain people are nazis there's a lot of i mean even if that were true the only way to change it is starting with you yeah it's the only way and if you don't want that to be the outcome you have to do something about it yeah starting with you and it's it's tough too because those like we have the things where we're talking about the the stimulus and the response being able to like really make our own decisions but then there's the things that still eat at us after reflection like yeah they're still digging into you and if like modern psychology knows anything the number one rule is that that problem is you that when you have just this like i can't i can't get over this person or what they said or what they've done the the answer you know if if you're you know like like in therapy or something is lies with this is about you yeah it is yeah. all about you that other person could be anybody else this scenario could be any number of scenarios like and that's uh in a lot of a lot of times that's a tough pill to swallow to be like wait i'm positive that this person or this thing is like ruining my life and it's my fault <laughs> <laughs> how am i supposed to like and these are all obviously common themes. We're talking yeah. about being vulnerable with yourself, being vulnerable with other people. Um, we're all very good at empathizing with ourselves. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so like being able to give yourself a pass as often as you do, you'd think that you'd be able to, if you took a full step back, be able to empathize like, you know, with other people. In conclusion, you can change <laughs> the world. <laughs> I think we solved it. I don't know if we did just change the world right now. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I I promise that we will still have episodes that have to do with food and <laughs> sleep mm. and sunshine and all that good stuff. But again, they might just end up being a vehicle to continue these conversations. They might get us there faster. Healthier versions of ourselves are going to be a lot better at dealing with this stuff. We all know what it's like to be in one of those personal ruts. And then you finally one day are like, what am I eating? Do I sleep? Yeah, good. Am good I luck, still exercising? Good luck having awful eating, sleep, exercise habits, and trying to change the world with a positive outlook. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's tough. So we're always going to circle back there on this podcast because that's our baseline. That's how we start to, to, to fix some stuff. Yeah. And then 
than it can be. I mean, you know, and we're that talking shit, about this. that shit's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It's true. You don't have to pay for food, or you don't have to pay for. Uh, can I come? Wait, now what I meant? Now what I meant? Free food at Hunter's house. I'm going. You don't have to pay for the choices you're <laughs> you making. You don't have to pay for that that internal reflection. Right. That's very true. You can't eat an internal reflection. Closing thoughts, Sherb. <laughs> hit, Sherb, hit us with something deep right now on the spot. Something deep. Um, on, <laughs> that was uh, it. Yeah, there you go. Um, you got it. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> the he ocean. Said it. Yeah. Something deep. Nah, I just the positivity thing is the biggest thing for me. I, I, when I try to relate to somebody else, um, before I even worry about if they're gonna listen to what I have to say, it's like, are there? Am I someone they see as a positive person? Because if I'm not someone they see as a positive person or someone they want to be around they're not going to listen to what I have to say. So to me, like the, the culture within the gym and people wanting to hang out and be there and stay after class or get there early and just chit chat and hang out is evidence that there is a positive atmosphere that goes along at that place and that I'm doing my job in cultivating that role. And I hope that people that work with me or work around me do the same thing so that we can be the catalyst for change because I think that's where it starts. So for me, it's always, if I ever have a, a day where I'm like, not necessarily think I'm reaching people, it's like, did I carry myself different today? Was I a little bit more negative? Could people see that I was tired? Like those are things that you can reflect upon and then go, all right, next time I'm at the, you know, whatever place it is, X place, can I change my perception of myself so other people see that same perception and then can listen to what I have to say and hopefully I can help them. That was like Will Ferrell in old school. You just blacked out and just- Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> Anything else, gentlemen? No. Feel good about this conversation. I think, as always, we I, I write all the time. I stole it from uh, my boy, Most Deaf. Uh, don't talk <laughs> about it, be about it. That's so important in this conversation. Like, if you want to not, you know, if you want to like live in your own little bubble in your own little like corner of the world and isolate yourself, I guess that's a choice that you can make. But if we're going to be out here complaining about the current state of affairs in the world, and all these different things that are going on, we better do something about yeah, it. Be, do something yeah. about it. Don't be part of the problem. Don't be, be part, part of the of problem. The Go out there and inject some positivity, positivity into a scenario and step back and be like, wow, that's literally all that took. And if I can practice that on a daily basis, I can change the world. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 26 of the Misfit Project. <laughs> Once again, you can get 10% off that Mantis Sleep mask at Mantisleep dot com forward slash misfit project you want that freebie subscribe subscribe and youtube at the misfit dot project on instagram misfit project dot com we'll see you next time